0: Chapter Twenty Five of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred, Part Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole. Lee, Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred, Part Two, by Francois Rene de Chateaubriand. Chapter Twenty Five. London, April to September, eighteen twenty two. Journey from the Lake of the Onondagas to the river genesee bees clearings hospitality bed charmed rattlesnake my guide and i now mounted again and pursued our route which became more difficult and was barely traced by felled trees the trunks of these trees served as bridges over the streams or fascines in the swamps the american population was at that time flowing towards the grants of land near the river genesee these grants varied in price according to the quality of the soil and of the trees and the course and abundance of the water it has been observed that settlers in the woods are often preceded by bees pioneers of the laborer they are the symbol of the industry and civilization which they announce these peaceful conquerors foreign to america and reaching it in the track of columbus sails only took from a new world of flowers treasures of the use of which the natives were ignorant and only made use of these treasures to enrich the soil whence they had drawn them the clearings on either side of the road which i was pursuing presented a curious mixture of a state of nature and a state of civilization in the corner of a wood which had until now resounded only with the cries of the savage and the roar of wild beasts we came upon a piece of cultivated land from the same point of view we saw an indian wigwam and a planter's house some of these houses already completed reminded one in their neat appearance of dutch farmhouses others were only half finished and had as yet no roof but the sky i was received into these dwellings the work of a morning and often found in them a family surrounded by european elegancies mahogany furniture a piano carpets and mirrors at a few paces from the hut of an iroquois in the evening when the labouring part of the household had returned from the woods or fields with the axe or hoe the windows were thrown open my host-daughters in their long fair ringlets sang to the piano parciello's duet pandolfetto or cantabile of cimarese's while the open windows afforded a view of the wilderness without and occasionally the murmur of a cascade mingled itself with the song on the best districts of land villages were established the spire of a new belfry rose from the depths of an ancient forest english manners follow the english wherever they go and after traversing an extent of country where there was no trace of inhabitants i frequently came upon the sign of an inn swinging from some tree hunters planters and indians met at these caravanserais but the first time that I slept at one I vowed should also be the last. On entering one of them I was amazed to see an immense bed, built in a circle round a central post. Each traveller took his place in this bed, with his feet at the post, and his head at the outer line of the circle, so that the sleepers were arranged symmetrically, like the spokes of a wheel, or the sticks of a fan. After some hesitation I got into this extraordinary machine, seeing no one else in it. I was just falling asleep when I felt something glide against me, It was the leg of my great Dutch guide. I never in my life experienced such a sensation of disgust. I jumped out of the hospitable receptacle, heartily cursing the customs of our good old forefathers. I went out and lay down in my cloak beneath the clear moonlight to sleep. This companion of the traveller's rest was at least agreeable, fresh and pure. On the bank of the river Genesee we found a ferry, a number of settlers and Indians crossed with us. We encamped in meadows bright with butterflies and flowers with our various costumes our different groupings round the fires our horses picketed or feeding near we resembled a caravan it was here that i met with a rattlesnake which allowed itself to be charmed by the sound of a flute the greeks would have made an orpheus of my canadian a lyre of his flute and cerberus or perhaps eurydice of the serpent chapter twenty five